So, hey guys, welcome to the Conversations with the Real Estate Redhead. Today, I've got Stephanie Cochran here, and she works with um, Signature Home Inspections, and she is a home inspector. So, she's going to tell us all about um, some of y'all's questions with home inspections and um, what all that entails. So, hey, welcome. Hi, Callie. How are you today? I'm good. How's it going? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, like you said, I'm Stephanie Cochran. I have Signature Home Inspections. I've been a Trek professional home inspector for five and a half years now. I do general home inspections, septic inspections, swimming pool inspections, water well and water analysis inspections, along with bulkheads, retaining walls, irrigation systems, elevators, and many other peripheral inspections. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a mouthful. So you basically do all the things is what you're saying. I try to do all the things. There are a few things that I don't do that require specialized licenses that I don't have, but I also have a group of Like folks pest that control are, and right, stuff ter- like that. WDIs or wood destroying insect reports slash yeah. termite inspections got uh, the plumbing inspections the, the okay. hydros or leak tests how they're often referred to got it got and it. then some of the other specialized qualified contractor type inspections or further further investigative inspections like hvac and foundation and things like that wow okay so there's a lot that can be inspected on a house whenever you do a home inspection so what is actually like included in the traditional home inspection like if i call you i have a buyer and i'm like hey can you go out and, and do, do an inspection for my buyer you're like, yeah, sure, I'll be there, whatever. What what are you going to inspect whenever you get there if we just call you for just a home inspection? So the standard general home inspection basically includes everything from the top of the roof to the foundation, uh, doors, walls, windows, HVAC, electrical, plumbing. If there's a crawl space, I'll crawl under the house, inspect the attic, walk the roof, uh, look at all of the things that basically are visible. The Trek standard home inspection is a non-invasive, non-technical inspection. So we can't tear open walls and and there are some things that are not visible to us or there are things that would have to be investigated by a qualified contractor uh, that delve a little bit deeper into our findings. But as a Trek home inspector, we are a disinterested third party. So we are a non-biased inspector of the house. We're giving you a snapshot of the house at the time of the inspection and uh, a list of the deficiencies and if anything else needs to be further inspected by a qualified contractor. Okay. So if you go to a house and you walk in and you're like, this AC is not cooling, you'll just put that in your report. You You don't look into the AC and figure out why it's not cooling or et cetera. You're just like... Okay, I need to note that, that it's deficient, right? So if I walk in the house and the air conditioner's not providing cool air or the condenser's not kicking on or whatever the issue may be, mm-hmm. uh, I, I go through the steps of my home inspection. I open the air handler cabinet, evaluate the evaporator coils, the parts inside the cabinet. Okay. I look at the outside condensing unit. I take measurements of the delta, what we call the delta T, which is the intake, uh, the, the vents in your bedrooms, your rooms, your living room. So that's what we call um, the uh, your vents and then your return air, which is your chase which is where okay. your, your warm air blows back through into your uh, air handler, your blower motor, and your evaporator fins. Jeez uh, Louise, that's so much. I'm like, which part are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. And so, um, so as we inspect all of that and say it's not cooling, yeah. you know, there's, we're definitely not getting cool air. What I do is uh, the air conditioner unit was not providing cool air as intended. Contact a qualified contractor for further review. Cool. 
Okay. And then that, and then the HVAC contractor can come in, evaluate the system, and also provide the remedy and a cost estimate for repairs. Excellent. Okay. So it's not, oh, I walk into a house, and as soon as I get in there, I turn down the AC to make sure it's cooling, and if it's not cooling, then I just note it. Like, you go really deep into it, just kind of like, you do further, and you do further investigation than just, like, turning down the air, basically. Right. Wow. Right. That's, yes, ma'am. That's really cool. That's really cool. So, in your reports, your reports don't include, um, like, specifics and or estimates. No, they do not. We are, because we're a disinterested third party, we are not considered a qualified contractor by truck standards. Okay. So, if there is a deficiency and something that does need to be remedied or repaired, then that is where you bring in a qualified contractor, uh, preferably a licensed professional they will come evaluate the system that is deficient, and then they can provide the estimate for repairs. Okay. Cool. Uh, by definition, truck licensed home inspectors are not allowed to provide repairs or estimates for deficiency. Okay, gotcha. So do you guys um, recommend any kind of contractors or HVAC or whoever? Since we are non-biased and disinterested, we do not have... Um, we do not have a list of contractors that yeah. we hand out uh, because that would take the non-bias out gotcha. of the home inspection process. Yeah, because you're like giving business to you could you could say oh call my guy or whatever. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So you got to be careful. So then, if something say say we're on the AC topic, and I, that, I guess that came to my mind because not long after we bought our house, our AC went out within like a month, and it was cold when we bought our house. So it was like in February. Well. It was hot in the house. There was even condensation on the windows because the guy had the 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 heater going. It was like 40 degrees outside. Um, so it was really cold. And so we had the heater going, but our AC went out like a month from moving in. Um, and we had no idea that that was even a thing. So if you were going to go and inspect the house and it's freezing outside, how do you check the AC? So if it's freezing outside... We normally do not operate the AC. Mm-hmm. There are temperature tr- thresholds that we are uh, that we typically follow. If it's too cold outside, we don't run the air conditioner. If it's too warm outside, we don't run the heater. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a to prevent damaging the equipment. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, you purchased your house in February. Mm-hmm. There was, if it was cold, if it was below sixty-five degrees, there was a good chance that your inspector didn't. Yeah operate your air conditioner yeah it was like freezing i know the heater worked because he was like sweating inside he said (laughs) um i always remember going to the house before we bought it and it was always hot in there because and it was colder you know outside so it wasn't a reason for to be alarmed but the guy just did not he was just one of those people that just liked having his heater going right you know um which we are not those types of people we like it cold um so if you were to go and you were to do this inspection, right, like say the AC came back or say like you go into the attic and one of like the rafters is busted or whatever, like we were talking about earlier, is there anything that would necessarily fail, make the house fail? So the home inspection is not a pass-fail test. It is a snapshot of the property at the time of the inspection. You have deficiencies or the system is satisfactory. Okay. So say the ra- like you like you mentioned the rafter. So that would that would be a deficiency in the roof structure component of the home inspection. Okay. And I would take a picture of that, notate the damaged rafter, and then also make a note that if it's a concern, contact a qualified contractor for further review. Okay. So you basically would point out things that the average person wouldn't see. 
right? Because I'm not going to get up in my attic and see that a rafter's busted. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, wait, what's a rafter again? Yeah. Exactly. We take the dead fronts off of electrical panels, the cabinet covers off of air handlers. We we delve into some of the components that you typically walk past and, and don't ever think about. You know, yeah. Your air conditioner, you think about it as you walk past the thermostat or it's hot inside, it's cold inside. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the breaker box, how many times do you open the breaker if unless a breaker's tripped and you need to go reset? I've literally never opened that thing. Yeah. So that's, whoopsie, maybe I should. (laughs) And attics, most of the time, people just open them up to pop a box of Christmas decorations in or out. Exactly. Yeah. And ours isn't a hard to access place. So I've never even seen inside our attic. I just saw the photos that the home inspector took when we bought it. So, um, and we're getting off topic. Sorry. I'm kind of like losing my train of thought. But um, so basically, when like, whenever you do a home inspection, is there something specific that like someone should ask? Like if I'm a first time home buyer and I'm talking with my realtor and we go under contract, I'm really excited and we do the inspection and there's just a lot of stuff that comes up on it. Right. You know, you're a biased third party or no unbiased, sorry, unbiased third party. (laughs) Um, What does that look like for you? I mean, obviously you're not trying to kill deals, but at the same time, you don't want to scare someone, but you also want to help them to not, uh, you, you want to help them to not get scared, but also you need to point out the obvious too. Right. So the standard home inspection, we have what we call standards of practice. And those are items that TREC requires us to report as deficient. Some of those I consider honey-do list type items. Uh, sometimes, especially for first-time home buyers, sometimes we really come off as an alarmist because mm-hmm. the report is so long. Uh, but for example, one of the things we have to report as deficient is screws missing from door hinges. Does that affect the operation of the door, the open and closability of the door? No. Mm-hmm. But part of the truck standards practice say that we have to call deficient screws missing from the hinges of the door. So nice. especially okay. with first-time home buyers or, or people who haven't purchased homes in a in a long period of time, I try to I try to talk to them about the report. You know, hey, the, these are some honey-do list items. This is something that a weekend of sweat equity and $200 at mm-hmm. Lowe's Home Depot or your local hardware store can fix. Mm-hmm. These are items that I think you need to look deeper into, whether you get a qualified contractor out, uh, investigate a little bit further during your your option period and and so I try to break it down to where it's not a 40 page inspection report isn't as scary as a 40 page inspection exactly (laughs) initially comes off yeah yeah because I remember I keep referencing our house but it was the first house we bought that was so like the first house we bought it was like barely been lived in for six months it was not it was it was relatively new And then the second house we bought was brand new. So our inspection wasn't really a thing. So this one, like there was just some weirdo stuff. Like the doors, when you open a door, it's got that little lashy thing on the inside Mm -hmm. and they were backwards. They were installed like upside down, I guess. So instead of like the little latchy thing going the right way, it was like turn the knob to go in the other way. However you describe that. And so of course the guy had to say that, well, we don't have deadbolt locks on the inside. We've got a key. So like instead of like unlatching the deadbolt on the in, on the inside of the door, you you have to leave the key in the door to be able to open and close the deadbolt. Right. right. You've got to So that adds lock. more Right. So that adds sure, to the inspection report. Lock. <laughs> exactly. So it makes the inspection report longer. Right. Um but our realtor was advising us like the shorter the report the better, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and then you know, obviously you want to pick out things that 
are a little bit alarming. Um, I know, I know for, from personal inspection, uh, personal uh, experience, I met Stephanie whenever we had our uh, home inspection because we have a septic tank and the first guy who came out and did the septic tank basically scared the ever loving out of us and made, (laughs) he literally told us we could fall through our backyard and into our septic tank. So we were flipping out. We were thinking we were going to have to totally replace the tank, totally fix everything. And he told us that like, um, he was like, well, do you have any kids? I'm like, no. He's like, well, do you have any grandkids? No, bro. I don't have any grandkids. Like I'm freaking 28 years old. I don't have grandkids, you weirdo. And then he's like, well, do you have a riding lawnmower? No, I don't. And he's like, well, you could probably fall through your septic tank. You, and then this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like, you're, you're freaking me the heck out. Right. And then, and then he was working with this contractor and this contractor gave us these bids and we didn't think anything of it, you know? And then the other, the listing agent on the house is like, y'all should probably get a second opinion. So that's whenever we called Stephanie and you saved the day. I don't know if you remember any of this. I do remember it. I do remember (laughs) it. Callie called me and she said, we're trying to close on our house and I don't think there's a big (laughs) issue with our septic tank and they're telling us it needs to be replaced, but there's no pictures that show why it needs to be replaced in the report. And so I told her, I said, I will go over there and take a look at it. And we went over and took a look at it. And at the end of the day, it needed lids replaced. But other than that, the tank was sound. And I I, I got to talk. I got to talk Callie off the edge. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God, because it was a lot. And we were I mean, we were going to have to ask the seller to like, like credit us nine grand at closing or like install a new septic before closing. And we were going to have to go to the city and figure out how we're going to get drawings for the new septic and where the the field lines and all that other crap that goes in with the septic tank. <laughs> Whoopsie. Um, all that other stuff that goes in with the with the septic tank. Um, you know, it's just it's it's kind of a lot. And so you need to have somebody that you trust. Um, and, you you know, that's why that's why realtors, we, we deal with inspectors all the time. We deal with people um, that are good that we can trust. Um, and so that's when that's why, you know, Stephanie plays a big role. So. Um, so what else, what else are, do you, do you inspect? So you said that you've got like a traditional home inspection, but then if like, like for us, we had a septic tank. So do you ask the realtor when they call or like the home buyer when they call to schedule the, the inspection? Like, how do you handle that? So normally when somebody calls, whether it be the buyer or the realtor and say, Hey, I need to schedule a home inspection. I'm purchasing a house or I have buyers purchasing a house. Um, they, a lot of times the realtors already know there's a septic tank, there's a water well, there's a bulkhead. And they say, hey, Stephanie, I need to schedule a home inspection along with the septic and a swimming pool and a bulkhead. I also need a water well inspection. And so a lot of times the realtors already know which inspections are going to order. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a buyer will call and they say, hey, I need a home inspection. I ask them for the address when they give me the address. If Either I look it up or if I know it's in an area with a septic that has a septic or a water well, I'll ask them, and would you also like the septic inspection? Would you also like the water well inspected? And then that way I can get a, a complete inspection list form so that we can knock everything out. All uh, at one time. All at one time. And I also have uh, other inspectors that I work with, like like pest control inspectors, plumbers, to do the plumbing leak test or sometimes referred to as hydros, uh, that I can schedule to be there at the same time to try to make it as convenient for the realtor and the buyer or the purchaser of the home inspection, really, because sometimes sellers will get a home inspection for a pre-listing inspection. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you try and schedule all of that on on the same day. So water wells, its own inspection. Septic is its own inspection. 
Um, so we have the general home inspection, mm-hmm. septic inspection, swimming pool slash hot tub, water okay. well with water analysis, and uh, let's see, bulkheads. We can also do irrigation systems, uh, boat lifts, retaining walls, elevators. Uh, the, and, of course, everything past the general home inspection, there is typically an additional charge for that inspection, and that's mm-hmm. all based on what, you know, what it is. The pricing structure varies throughout the inspection, uh, the types of inspections. Uh, now, there are a few things that aren't covered in the standard home inspection, and sometimes we get a lot of questions like, hey, did you check my refrigerator? No, ma'am, the refrigerator is not covered under the home inspection. Um, there's, you know, we can open it and tell you if it's cooling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we don't inspect washer and dryers. We do inspect the dryer vent. And you know, if the if the, if the washing machine's not hooked up, I'll give the washer dryer or the washer connections a uh, a glance, make sure there's no leaks and everything is good with those. Water softeners aren't inspected. Um, there's okay. a, there's a few other things that I can't think of off the top of my head, but there are some components of the home that are not part of. Typically, it is uh, anything that is not a permanent appliance. Okay, so you inspect if the microwave's installed, right? If the microwave's dishwasher. built in, it's inspected. If it's not built in, it's it's not inspected. Dishwashers okay. are part of the standard home inspection, mm-hmm. as uh, along with ranges. Uh, Built-in cook, uh, cooktops and ovens, range hood, exhaust fans. What about disposals? Yes, food disposals are included okay. as well. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and you always check the anti-tip thing. I always see you trying to tip over the <laughs> oven. I don't, that's kind of funny that I feel like every single oven I see does not have that. And I don't want to say every single, but what would you say is a good percentage of the ones you've inspected? Probably 90% of them don't have it. Yeah. And many times I do new construction or a house that's been remodeled in Mm -hmm. the oven or the cooked, the range has never been operated and I'm the first one to open it up and I take the instruction manual out and all the styrofoam and the tape. Oh, from the inside of the oven. And a lot of time the anti-tip is in with the instruction manual (laughs) inside the oven. So I know all right away it doesn't have an anti-tip. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm sure because you have to turn it on too to make sure it's heating right like yes yes yeah and you would definitely want to make sure all that stuff is not in it exactly always open the oven <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i can't imagine well but as, as as we close up if you were to give anybody that was ordering a home inspection like any any advice like 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 a few pointers um when it comes to ordering their inspection and making sure that they're thorough um in their conversation with you and or their review of the report um and or questions they should ask you like what would you what would you like advise someone so my biggest advice is if you're buying a house get all the inspections um if you have a home a septic a water well get all the inspections get the termite inspection get the plumbing inspection yeah it gets pricey especially when you when you have a septic tank uh, your inspection fees do start adding up but at the end of the day, you get all the inspections. You have a snapshot of your house um, on that day of the inspection. You know what you're getting into, and hopefully that prevents any surprise cost. Uh, on septic inspections, one of the biggest comments that I get from a seller is, oh, I don't know why you're doing a septic inspection. The toilet flush is fine. We've never had any Oh, my problems. gosh, for real. And so that to me, that's a false peace of mind, a false sense of security because you can have a collapsed wall in that tank and it will flush fine mm-hmm. every single time. Oh my gosh. But your waste will be leaching into your groundwater source if you're on a private well. Uh, nice. <laughs> so so uh, I always recommend get 
all the inspections. Uh, have that piece in mind. Save all your inspections so that you can okay. use them for future reference for uh, future repairs that you may need to make or maintenance maintenance tasks you may choose to do. Um, call your inspectors and review the report. A lot of times buyers say, oh, I understand everything in it. I don't need to, I, I don't have any questions. Um, but I always, especially if the buyer's not at the inspection, mm-hmm. uh, which is about 50% of the time, mm-hmm. I always encourage them, call me and let's go over the report together. Just mm-hmm. in case there is something that they don't realize is as big of a concern mm-hmm. that I or I think is is a pretty important piece of information that, that I want to discuss with them. Yeah. Um, you know, and then that way you're comfortable. You walk out of your option period and proceed with your, your home inspection and, and yeah. you're comfortable with, with where you're going with the house. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like a, it's like a good frame of mind as you proceed with homeownership. Like I'm walking into this thing and I have the confidence that I know a lot of the nooks, nooks and crannies, you know. Yeah, that's wise. One of the one one thing that I get quite a bit of is people don't order a pest inspection and they'll say, hey, let me know if you see termites and then I'll get a termite inspection. And I tell them, I don't I'm not looking for termites. Yeah. Don't depend on me to to find your termites, because Mm -hmm. one, I'm not I'm not licensed for termite inspections. Mm -hmm. And two, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, And I do. I have a very specific pattern and that I follow I have a routine and I'm pretty Mm -hmm. diligent as far as the order that I do the inspection and so that pressure of oh let me know if I need to get a termite inspection um, you know that's hard for me because even though a lot of times I can see termite damage I can see holes in the ceiling or tubes on the foundation it's not something that I'm looking for specifically yeah and termite yeah. inspections are, you know, very reasonably priced. I mm-hmm. recommend, you know, don't depend on your home inspector. Get your own termite get inspection. An ins- yeah, <laughs> get, get somebody who's an actual expert in, in the field of termites and pest control and stuff like that. Yeah, that's definitely wise. Well, every time that I finish a podcast, I didn't tell you this beforehand, I always ask everybody one question. What do you do every day to make the world a better place? I wake up and drink coffee and put a smile on my face. I wake up and drink coffee because you wouldn't like me. Stephanie before coffee. I I, I don't know if you'd want to deal with me without coffee. Uh, (laughs) Um, No, I mean, in all seriousness, I try to just put my best foot forward, smile, give somebody a compliment every day and and or get the you know even something as simple as getting the door for the for the gentleman at the post office in the morning just you know kindness goes a long way and Mm -hmm. kindness matters yeah i agree kindness matters that's that's sweet i like that i like that well thank you for being here with us today and um thank you guys for tuning in and we'll catch you next time sweet yeah you did all right girlfriend so where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you they want to you know get an inspection or they have any questions so you can uh, follow me on my Facebook page. It's Stephanie Cochran Signature Home Inspections. Or you can just search That Girl Inspector. All one word. Cute. That Girl Inspector. I like it. And my Facebook page will pop up and you can like it and follow me. Uh, I try to make my page educational. I try to incorporate a little bit of humor mm-hmm. into it and just mm-hmm. keep it keep it fun. You can tell when I'm getting busy because I don't post as frequently <laughs> as I should. I can feel that, um, yeah. If you need to call me because you want to schedule a home inspection or you just have some questions you'd like to talk to me about, you can reach me at 361-205-0839. Okay. That's 361-205-0839. 
2439. And again, Facebook, That Girl Inspector. Cute, That Girl Inspector. All right, well, we got it. 